Hi, everyone, and welcome to my second blog talk. I'm still getting used to the name. Uh, this is actually the second time I've recorded this because I'm doing it at work. And the first time I did it, there were a lot of people outside the set of bay. And even though I know they can't hear me, I definitely toned down my voice because I don't want them to hear me because I don't think recording blog posts um, is what these are for. So that said, this next post uh, is about um, when all of your peers are steaming ahead in life and doing these things that you thought you would be doing at this age and you're not and you're kind of just doing something totally different. So I know everyone has this to some extent or another. So I don't want this to be a sob story or a poor me kind of thing. I'm not looking for sympathy here. So anyway, it's called the fear of falling behind. Not that long ago, a younger cousin, nearing the end of his college career and looking for answer, like we all do, asked me several thoughtful questions about my two-year post-college overseas travel, one of which was, did you ever feel like you were falling behind? The simple answer to that, Colin, is yes. I felt like that all the time. I felt it when I was drinking beer on a rickety bus in Nicaragua, and my college peers were drinking beer and locking down careers. I felt it when I was eating beans from cans and living in a station wagon in Australia, and my friends started having babies. I felt it when I was hanging with carnival workers, carnies, while selling corn dogs at music festivals in Georgia, and my younger brother got engaged. I felt it when I was fighting with taxi drivers while working in the Philippines, and my Facebook friends started buying homes. Because at that point, they were just Facebook friends since I'd been gone. Facebook friends. And I feel it now. 30 years old, not married, no kids, fickle career path. Side note, this isn't about being sad or complaining or regretting or wishing. It's just about me observing. I absolutely know that I am not alone, and I'm not that old, and I'm not even that unusual. I know there are a gazillion people who feel exactly like I do. We all know that. But nevertheless, some feelings just persist. That said, it's clear the narrative needs to change. Instead of counting the number of ways you're falling behind, how about asking this simple question? Does it matter? Does it matter? Does it matter? One more time. Does it matter? Hell yeah, you shout. I want babies and a partner and a home and a stable income and to be able to buy organic produce whenever I want, you say. Now, I'm not suggesting you stop wanting those things or stop trying to get them or even stop trying to get those things as quickly as possible. I'm suggesting you stop comparing your timeline to everyone else's timeline. Another side note, when I say you, it is primarily me that I'm speaking to. Because as difficult as it is to remember, there are no actual life timeline commandments to abide by. Thou shall be married by age 25 and producing children by no later than 27. Yeah, that's not a thing. And we will inevitably fall behind someone. So tying yourself to your peers in a three-legged race until you're dead will leave one person on the ground while the other continues to awkwardly gallop injuring several legs in the process and we've all been there, it's no fun for anyone. I used to justify my falling behind by telling myself that I must be having more fun. But the thing is, I don't actually know that. 
My stories might be and are likely cringeworthy and terribly unstable to most. I know what they are to my parents. So justifying your unique path with words like better, badasser, or more fun is not the way to do it either. Because it's probably not any of those things. It's just different. So what then is the secret to quitting FOFB, fear of falling behind, for good? Two weeks after starting this blog post, I've come to the conclusion that the answer is probably happiness. When you are happy in your life, the constant comparison dwindles to a slow drip, and if you're lucky, it might even stop. I'm not saying it's easy. Figuring out what planets need to align to make you happy is tough, and it's constantly changing. For a while, I was certain the magical combo of vodka, Sprite, peanut butter jelly sandwiches, and rap music was the answer. Fortunately, I realized that's not the answer at all, and that has definitely changed. More of a Pinot Gris and folk music kind of person now. What I'm saying is that staying happy is a constant readjustment. It's like trying to get comfortable in a church pew. You find it with cross legs, then that hurts. You find it with feet flat on the floor, then that hurts. You really find it laying on the ground underneath the pew, and then you get in trouble. Each time you do get comfortable, though, you stop fidgeting, stop comparing, and stop worrying about your tailbone. So go find your happiness. And stop worrying that all your coworkers are 10 years younger than you, married with kids and cars and homes. Because we're all going to die anyway. That sounds awfully morbid, but shocker, it's true. So listen, cuz, don't worry about falling behind or what your pals are doing. It doesn't matter. Just make yourself happy.